buyers versus sellers, guys. Who's winning the battle of 2023? Stay tuned. Good morning. Hey, how hey. are we? I'm doing well. How are you going, Billy? I'm good. Ready for a hot debate? I know. This is a very, very hot debate, guys. Buyers versus sellers 2023. So the year of 2022 is over. Um, I think we can comfortably say this year has definitely been a buyer's market. Yes. Um, with a big shifting in pricing, the power has definitely been in the buyer's hands. And now looking forward to 2023, what do we think is going to happen? It's going to be, I guess, an exciting year. Um, we've seen off the, you know, the back of, you know, 2020, um, some big price corrections. Mm. Fair to say the market's probably stable now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where the market's come off from probably November last year. Um, you know, you've got, um, yeah, you've got some, um, you know, interesting opportunity ahead. And I think we're certainly going to see that carry through to the new year. Mm. I think it's interesting because you read there's so much media coverage on the Australian property market. Aussies love their property. I feel like compared to a lot of other countries where I guess you're buying your house to live in and that's sort of it, you're not really thinking as much about the values up, down and how it all works versus Aussies. Not only is it a place to live, not only is it an investment, but it just seems to be that hotly debated topic around the barbecue as well over Christmas time yeah. where it just everyone loves to talk about it. And I think... And I've heard a lot of different viewpoints as well on this. Um, and funnily enough, it always seems to be the bias depending on who you are. So I've heard sellers say it's going to be a seller's market. I've yeah. heard buyers say it's going to be a buyer's market. Go figure. Um, and it's interesting to hear everyone's points. And I think there's some very valid points on either side of it. Um, but interestingly, so I mean, I think COVID's proven this. No one truly knows what's going to happen until it actually does. You can think logically this should happen. Um, because of X, Y, Z, but whether it does or doesn't will remain to be seen. That's true. What do you think, Billy? What do you think is going to happen? Well, do you want to cover the topics? Do you want to cover the sort of few points for both and then we'll make some yeah. at the end? Yeah, um, so like to give you an idea, guys, an idea. Um, well, I want, first of all, I want to hear. If you were to take one side of it, do you think it's going to be buyers or a seller's market if you're going to make an overarching statement to start it off? Well, I've got a summary to come back and loop it in at the end. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have a two-minute show here. But... Um, Certainly on the buyer side, there's no doubt about it. Since I said that price correction late last year, there's been some fantastic opportunity. Mm. I think we're going to continue to see that through to the new year. Yeah. Um, yeah, on the buying side, you're buying now um, in a market where you've already potentially made a 15 to 20% saving yes. on certain stocks. So um, the buyers out there, it's really important to, to um, you know remind yourself of that when you're looking at any property, um, you know, on the on the current weekends um you know kind of kind of uh compare that to what it would have been 12 months ago mm. and um i guess there's a lot of value to be to be seen there yeah so what i'm hearing and i'll take the buyer's argument for now um is on the buyer's side a lot of buyers are saying well interest rates are going to continue to go up um a little bit more next year so therefore it's going to push obviously downward pressure on prices as well put sellers in a tougher position that's sort of the, the main argument with buyers. The flip side of that, and Lisa's put it here as well, is the lack of stock that's coming on. 
So what we're finding is, and this is probably one of the major factors that drives the property market. There's so many different things that push and pull with the property market. One of the, I think, most heaviest influences is the level of stock on the market. Take all other factors aside, if there's a low level of stock, we traditionally find that to be a seller's market. If there's a high level of stock, we find it to be a buyer's market. Yeah, and I think what's going to be offsetting these interest rates next year, and we've already start to see it come into effect now, is low levels of stock. Yeah, and what we find is when there's these low levels of stock, there's a lot more buyers per property, um, and that's what sort of holds those prices steady. Now I've got some numbers for you, mm. and I'm going to have to quote them so I don't get them wrong. <laughs> um, but bear with, bear with. Um, so some da- some data here for you that people that love the numbers. New listings have dropped by twenty six point three percent from um, this time last year. In four weeks, ended uh, December fourth. Um, which is very, very a year low. ago. Yeah, which is extremely low. To give you guys an idea, a year ago was at the peak of the market. Um, and traditionally, when the market's peaking, that means super, super low stock. That's what's pushing those prices up because there wasn't the interest rate talk back then. Um, so prices were flying through the roof. It was really low stock then anyway. Right now, we're sitting 26% below where it was then, and that was already a low level. Yeah. It's very interesting to see. And then further to that, we're down 12% compared to the five-year average. I thought you had an interesting take on that. Because mm, the five-year average from what I've seen with the numbers is the past four years before this year in property have been quite buoyant. Um, we pretty much coming off the back of 2018 have had quite a strong property market for the number of years. And traditionally that has been fueled by this low stock levels because the main reason why is not necessarily in a hot market, it wasn't because not many sellers were coming on. It's just because the properties were turning over so quickly. Mm. So as soon as they did come on, they were sold. They were sold for a great price. Yet we're still on, from the average of five years, we're still well and truly below that by another 12%, which once again is a very strong indicator that's pushing towards being on the seller side when you look in that tunnel vision. But that's not the only thing that affects it. Yeah. Um, Another, um, sorry, cut you off. That's right. Um, Another interesting thing to look at, and Luke's commented here, days on market. So days on market have stretched out a lot. And this is another big thing as well. When you look at all the properties, so I don't have the numbers right in front of me now, Luke, but I know that the average days of market will peak in the market was under a month. Now I think the average days of market around the northern beaches is pushing up sort of two, two and a half months, that sort of rough ballpark there. Mm. And the big, very interesting thing to see is when you're sitting with such long days of market, that traditionally means high stock because not only does the new stock roll in, but the old stock's still sitting there as well. So there's a lot of property sitting there on the market. We're still sitting really, really low with stock levels yet all of it's been sitting on the market for a long time, once again, really pushing the fact that nothing new is coming on. Mm. Um, and I'll be really interested to see at the beginning of next year what those stock levels look like. Of course, there's going to be new stock launch. There always is in January. But compared to the historical average, let's say over the past five years, where there's going to be more than usual, less than usual, um, my personal bet is there's going to be less than expected. And I think it's actually going to quite greatly offset um, interest rates. I've got a very interesting um, analogy I'd like to give um, going into next year for the buyers as well. And I think this is going to be something very, very um, relevant to what the buying is going to look like next year. I think with interest rates going up, I agree. People are talking about the interest rate cliff where a lot of people on fixed interest rates and they're going to come off that. Yes. Um, and so that's going to push, obviously, sellers into a point where they go, oh, it's, things looking a bit tight now. It's time to sell. I think that will have an effect on the market. On the flip side of that, because of the low stock levels, because of the number of buyers out there, I do not think that's going to push price 
back much further. Yeah. A great example is we had a property not too long ago, and this was done to see now, that an owner said, we want to be sold before Christmas. Um, do what you need to do to make sure it's sold. In a market where days on market are stretching out over, let's say, two, two and a half months. We put a very, very attractive price guide because we want to ensure, and the owner was happy to take a lower price to ensure that it was sold in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't mention which property. And then we put that property on. We had about 25 groups through that first open home, yeah. which is huge numbers. We've been seeing maybe three to five groups before that. We had multiple offers coming in and we were under contract after that first open within 48 hours, well and truly above the owner's expectations. They were happy to take less and we made it cheap, but the buyers decided, no, we voted and pushed it above even where the owner was happy to sell it at. And yeah. I think this is going to be something that's going to happen a lot next year. There's certainly not a lack of buyers. There's a lot of buyers out mm. there, um, but we're not finding buyers sort of overextending themselves. No. You know, with an urgency to um, to rush into a property. I think maybe that was a little bit more apparent last year. Yeah. Um, Everyone's well and truly living within their means now. The new economies here, the new, I guess, people understand how much everything's going to cost now, so that they're definitely working with that. Yeah, there's no, um, no not as much FOMO, maybe. No, definitely not. Um, now now it's the opposite way. It's, um, I don't know what the acronym is, but fear of overpaying. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the new FOMO that people are doing at the moment where they're going, oh, I'm worried to jump in now because I'm scared I'm going to pay too much. I think that's been a good a good brief, you know, wrap though, analysis. Um, my, my kind of two takers, um, it really depends on the buyer and seller in mm. 2023 as to who's going to be the, the, you know, the major winner here. I think the buyer that has got the largest borrowing capacity um, is not necessarily needing to get finance from banks and things like that. Has some great opportunity to take advantage of, and um, yeah, is, is definitely going to be a winner here. Well, someone that's cashed up, like someone maybe going to the retirement phase of life, they've built that nest egg, yeah, and they're look they're, they're more of a cash purchaser. They're very low leverage, um, maybe looking to buy commercial properties or residential properties with not much debt at all. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to be the biggest winners on the buy side. And as always, holding long term, you know, never going to do wrong. Mm. Um, the sellers that are winning here, um, there's no doubt about it. People upsizing, still got some, you know, some awesome um, room to, you know, move out of a, an apartment, get into something freestanding. The freestanding homes, I personally haven't seen, you know, so cheap, um, you know, compared to the where they were last year since I've kind of started. Um, I know I'm only early in the career, but um, <laughs> yeah, since I've started, so yeah. it's been it's been interesting to watch that come back. Yeah. And um, yeah, your changeover cost has never been you know so attractive. Yeah, I agree. Um, Luke made a good comment there, 5% drop in 2023. If I was to take a guess, and once again, no one has that crystal ball, I think overall prices in 2023 are probably going to go between zero to, yeah, maybe give or take 5%. If I was to take, pick a number, 2 or 3% down. AKA, I do not think there's going to be a big material difference on what prices we're seeing today. Of course, this is case by case. Some properties might even come up a little bit and be a little bit more buoyant next year. Some might come down by a little bit more. But I think there's going to be no real material difference in prices from this year to next year. I, if I was to take, um, I guess, a, a final stance on buyers versus sellers, I personally think it's going to be a bit of a dead heat. I think, like Billy said, it's going to be case by case on who's going to win. Sometimes the seller's going to win. Sometimes the buyer's going to win. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a bit of a dead heat and both parties are going to equally benefit in terms of it's going to be a level playing field and things just move a little bit slower now as well. I can not stress enough. I remember in the, the heat of the market, it was great when you're selling your property, but so many sellers were so scared because they couldn't get back into the market. 
everything moved yeah. so fast and furious that you just couldn't um it was a really really daunting time um i agree with you there as well luke um and what i think is going to happen is as a seller you know now because it's starting to level out a little bit we've had the past couple of months where i think price has been a little bit more um, stable you know roughly what you can sell for roughly what you can buy for you can actually plan ahead yeah. and make that move and same thing for, as a buyer as well you don't want to be buying knowing thinking that oh is the market going to drop another 20 percent after i buy my property as well it's nice to know okay the rough value of what i'm buying at today is roughly going to stay as well um, so I think it's actually just going to be a great level playing field for anyone wanting to get into the property market, transition across, restructure themselves, upsize, downsize, new investment, whatever it might be. Yeah, it's much, just, it's much just, more stable. Yeah, it's just a good year for buying property and selling property full stop. So there it is. That's my take. Depend, <laughs> depending on the transaction, you know, we could see winners in, in both sides here. Yeah. Um, anything else to add? No, that's pretty much it, guys. Um, I'd be interested to hear other people's takes as well. Obviously, we've had a couple of comments as well. After the video, guys, feel free to pop your comments in there as well. I'm happy to see what debates people put up on either side because I know people feel very strongly <laughs> um, one way or the other. So very, very interested to hear everyone's point of view. Yeah, we didn't go out too far out on a limb today, but it's uh, it's definitely a topic a lot of people are talking It's what about. we think, <laughs> for what it's worth. <laughs> and as you said, around the barbecue this time of year, it's um, it's, it's yeah, yeah, highly debated. It's highly debated and it's always, whichever side of the fence you're sitting on seems to be the way you seem to argue regardless. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, guys.